We're going to need you to step up, connect with the directors, and, uh, and we're going to try and build teams. You're going to be safe as well. We're going to give you all the things that you need to be safe as well. Uh, but at, here's what we know. We're moving towards reopening our whole world. And that means it's going to be a slow step, but we need to be ma making these steps. And so here's the best part. If you don't feel comfortable, vote with your feet. Stay home if you don't feel comfortable. We're totally okay with that. Uh, but we're going to continue to serve you any way we can. So if you do not feel comfortable, stay home. Um, and, uh, but please understand, we are moving forward. So please keep that in your heart and mind. We're moving forward because we know that that's what's necessary in order for us to get from 25% to 50% to 75% to 100%. And uh, then we can be back doing everything that God has called us to. So we're just praying God's blessing on all of you. We're continuing our series in the middle. And as we continue our series, the middle, uh, what we're going to be doing is today we're going to be looking at a character from the Bible named Abraham. The first person we looked at was Job, and you can find that message in the Facebook feed, but you can also find that message on your app, COA-FL, where you can continue to give. You can continue to give your tithes and offerings. You can continue to stay connected in a lot of different ways. So, um, so you're able to, uh, so, so we started with Job. Then we went to Daniel last week, and again, same principle. You can find those messages in the Facebook feed and on the app, and today we come to a guy named Abram. Now, we all know him as Abraham, but he didn't start out as Abram. Uh, he started Abraham, he started out as Abram. And, uh, and so what we're learning today is we're learning that through this series called The Middle that we've been looking at characters in the Bible that find themselves in difficult seasons of life. I imagine that you have found yourself in a difficult season of life, and, and I have found myself in a difficult season of life. Everything that Abram knew was turned upside down, and I, I think we could all identify with that right now. Everything that we've known, the way we live, the way we worship, every aspect of our life has been turned upside down, and so what do we do when we're in the middle? Uh, it sounds familiar to us because we as a world, uh, we're in a similar situation. COVID-19 and the coronavirus have affected every aspect of our lives. We find ourselves in the middle and figuring out how do we move forward. That's the big question. When do we reopen our city? Well, we have a date now. When do we reopen our county? Well, we have a date now. When do we begin to reopen our state? We have a date, our country. And when do we begin to open up our church community? When and how? Well, we've been working toward all those details, and if you, if you haven't received those emails, you can see them. But today we're going to look at this biblical character whose name was Abram and, and eventually becomes Abraham, father of many nations. Abram's whole life was turned upside down in one conversation with God. Did you know that your life and my life can be turned upside down with one conversation with God? The conversation would change everything about his life. It would change the God he worshipped, and it would change his family dynamic. It would change everything, and it would require a huge leap of faith. I'll say that again so you can hear it. It would require a huge leap of faith. And so, uh, so Abraham, he believed in God's promise before he saw anything physical happen. 
Abraham believed in God's promise before he saw anything physical happen. So before there was any evidence that God was at work, God was at work, and Abram stepped out in faith. And it was credited to him as righteousness because his faith caused him to act. Even though he didn't see anything physical, Abraham believed God and it caused him to move forward. Everything he had known, everything that he had understood, he lived in the Ur of the Chaldees, this beautiful place, very similar to the Garden of Eden. And now God has promised him a land that he has to get up and move and go to by faith. He didn't see the land. He couldn't see the land. He didn't know what it looked like. But by faith, he had to step out. During these uncertain times, we are going to have to trust God. Even when we don't know the outcome. We, I'll say it again. We are going to have to trust God even though we do not know the outcome. And so it's important. Here's what I know. God is in control. God is in control. Even though our world seems out of control, and even though you want to control your world, and I want to control my world, you are not in control. God is in control. We have to understand that. We, listen, even as we face an unseen enemy, God is in control. COVID, it's unseen. But I also want you to know that we, this is nothing new to us. We've been fighting an unseen enemy our whole life. And God has been watching over us our whole life has been a battle against an unseen enemy. We know that there are heavenly forces and we know that there are divine forces in heavenly realms that we don't see that are doing battle, making war in the heavenlies even right now, casting down principalities and standing firm in Jesus' victory. We know this. And so think about it. Jesus lived, he died, and was resurrected, and he ascended to defeat our unseen enemies of Satan, sin, and death. So while we're here in the middle, we are going to have to trust God. So what does that look like? I'm glad you asked. Here's what it looks like when we're stuck in the middle. We must move forward. I'm going to say it again. I'm not even going to move to the, the second fill-in yet. We must move forward. We must move forward. This just in. We must move forward and stick to God's plan. Even when we don't see the finish line, we must move forward and stick to God's plan even when we don't see the finish line. You'll never see the finish line if you don't move forward. Look at what uh, Genesis 12, 1, and 3, it says, 1 through 3, it says, Now, when the Lord said to Abraham, go, I said go, in case you missed it, go, go from the country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make you a great nation. So great that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And to him who dishonors you, I will curse you. I will curse. And in 
you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Did you see that? Did you see what just happened there? God tells Abram, leave everything you know behind and I'll show you a new way and give you a place of your own. That means you have to walk away from everything that you find security in. And I don't know about you, but this COVID virus has taken the things that we have found security in and ripped them from us. And so when you look at this, he says, I'm going to give you a new way and a place of your own, and I'm going to bless you so you'll be a blessing. I'm not going to bless you so you wear a shirt that says I'm blessed. I'm not going to bless you just so you can brag about your blessings and talk about how great you are. I'm going to bless you so you will be a blessing to other people. And in this pandemic, what have we seen? I have seen people being blessed to be a blessing. There are people going around mowing people's yards. There are people going around shopping for people and picking up groceries and, and picking up medications. There are people who are, who are taking care of others who, can't, who could not and would not be able to take care of themselves because they were vulnerable. You have been blessed to be a blessing. But don't miss this. Don't miss this. Because God says something else here. He says, I will bless you so you can be a blessing. And those who curse you, those who dishonor you, I'll curse them. Not, not, not you, because God didn't make you to be a curser. God did not make you and I to be cursers. He made us to be blessers. He'll take care of your enemies. He'll take care of those who are slanderous. He'll take care of those who are trying to interrupt the blessing of God. God will take care of that, not, not, not you. He doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to be focused on being a blessing, not a curse. The problem is, is you and I have an attitude. The problem is that you and I, you and I, we have pride. The problem is that you and I, we, we are afraid to lose face. So what happens is we decide cursing is easier than blessing. Because cursing seems to be the strong thing. And blessing seems to be the meek thing. But remember, meekness is not weakness. It's power under control. Amen, Pastor. Got to let people settle into that. God has not positioned us in the middle to be a curse. God has positioned us in the middle to be a blessing. He has not positioned you and I to be a curse. He has positioned you and I to be a blessing. And we've got to decide, are you going to be a curser or are you going to be a blesser? When we're stuck in the middle, we have to be mindful of our mouth and mindful of our actions. Be mindful of your mouth and mindful of your actions because here's what I know. Here's what I know to be true. Your mouth and your actions reveal who your faith is in your mouth and your feet show me who you believe in more importantly they show God who you believe in and they reveal who you trust when you're stuck in the middle just something to think about I'm going to let that set for a minute as I watch the numbers drop from the, from the, from the views. You know what I'm saying? Because when people start hearing what you're preaching, you start preaching truth and people start dropping out all of a sudden. 
He didn't tell me how I can do this and that. He's telling me the truth. I don't want to know the truth right now. The truth hurts. The second thing I want you to see today is we must remember nothing is impossible with God even when it seems impossible. Nothing is impossible with God even when it seems impossible. God had promised Abram and Sarai. Abram and Sarai who would become Abraham, father of many nations, and Sarah, mother of many nations, that they would have a child, but no child came, and there were 12 years there in the middle. 12 years after they left, and they're getting older and older and older, and nothing's happening. Genesis 15, and Abram said, behold, speaking to God, you have given me no offspring. God, I don't see any physical evidence of what you're doing. And a member of my household will be their heir, meaning that one of my servants is going to be my heir because you, God, haven't done what you said you would do yet, and I don't see any physical evidence. And last time I checked, I'm getting older. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him because God will give you an answer if you're, if you're courageous enough to pray. I said God will give you an answer if you are courageous enough to pray. This is what, this man shall not be your heir. He said your servant will not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. I told you 12 years ago that you were going to have a son and nothing's changed. The only thing that changed is now I'm not sure you trust me. I'm going to let it sink again and watch the numbers. And he brought him outside and he said, look towards the heaven and the number of stars, if you're able to number them. Then he said to them, so shall be your offspring. And he believed the Lord and it was credited to him as righteousness. All of a sudden, God said, I want you to look at the starry host. I'm the guy who flung those stars into the sky. I'm the guy who knows the stars. I'm the guy who knows every star by name. And I want you to look up there and you can't count them, but that's how your your offspring shall be. Do you believe me, Abraham? And Abraham said, gut check time, yep. Twelve years ago, you asked me to leave and I left. Twelve years now, you're telling me what I need to do? And the answer is yes, God. Abram followed God and did what God asked and he didn't have any children of his own and he was stuck in the middle. But the story gets real sketchy and real scandalous. For those Netflix fans, here it comes. Little scandal, little scandal coming at you. Abram and Sarah didn't see anything happening. Sarah I didn't see anything happen. So she goes to Abram and says, Hey, we need to help God. So here's the deal I'm not getting any younger. You're not getting any younger. I'm probably the problem. So why don't you sleep with my maidservant? Her name is Hagar. And Abram, being a dude, was like, that sounds like a good idea to me. I'll let that sink and let you laugh for a minute. Right? Abram sleeps with Hagar. Hagar gets pregnant. This just in, if you sleep with somebody, they might get pregnant. 
I know that's a secret, and I know it's a surprise, but that's what happens. But what Abram didn't think is Sarai was now going to become angry. Because see, soon as, as Hagar got pregnant, she started looking down at Sarai and saying, now I've got this man's baby in me. I'm better than you. And Sarai goes back and blames Abram. I said, Sarai went back and blamed Abram and said, look at what you've done to me now. You have shamed me. This woman that you got pregnant is now mocking me. And Abram said, man, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Do whatever you got to do. So Abram treated Hagar so, I mean, uh, Sarai treated Hagar so terribly that she left. But the Lord found Hagar. You see, God had promised that he was going to bless Abram's offspring, and God's a promise keeper. So he says to Hagar, what are you doing here? She says, my, my, I'm mistreated. I don't even want to be around. I don't even want to live. And he says, no, 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 you're going to live, and the child that you're carrying is going, is going to be born, and he is going to be a wild donkey. And let me tell you something, he is going to be a thorn in Abram's side the rest of his life, and he's going to wreak havoc on the world. This is Genesis 16, 12. You can read that for yourself. He said he will set his face against the world, and the world will set his face, their face against him. But he's going to be your descendants. His descendants are also going to be as numerous as the sand. See, when you try and help God, sometimes you cause more trouble than good. Let me correct that. When you try and help God all the time, you cause more trouble than good. Maybe you need to let God be God and you be you. Just, just a wonder. You see, Sarai and Abram forgot that what was impossible for man is possible with God. They were stuck in the middle, and they did more harm than good acting in ignorance and unbelief. I said they did more harm than good acting in ignorance and unbelief. We must be careful in these times. Why? Because God's promise was on the way. We must be careful in these times because God's promise was on the way. Thirteen years later... God shows up on the scene, sends messengers to Sarai and Abram and tells them she is going to have a baby in which both of them laugh at God. Don't laugh at God. God said, I saw you laughing. And Sarai's like, I didn't laugh. And he said, I'm God. Yes, you did. You can read that in the text as well. And what happens? Here comes the God of Abram the God of Isaac. Isaac is born. And that was who God had intended. And Isaac would go on and have sons. And of those sons would be the 12 tribes of Israel. And God's plan would be fulfilled. What seemed impossible when they were stuck in... Did you do the math? 12 years. They try and help God. They're in the middle. They try and help God. And along comes Ishmael. Thirteen years later, here comes Isaac. 
They were in the middle. They just didn't know they were in the middle. And the decisions they were making were being destructive to their future. And here's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Be careful what decisions you're making in the middle because they might destroy your future. People say, he seems mad today. I'm not mad. I'm just trying. I have to speak like this so you hear. See, there's a difference between listening and hearing. I want you to listen today to the word of the Lord. What seemed impossible, all of a sudden Isaac was born. And Isaac came along and here comes the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. You know why? Because you can trust God. The third thing I want you to see this morning is we can trust God to keep His promises made to us in Christ Jesus even when we can't see Him and even when we can't feel Him working. We can still trust God. We must learn from Abraham who did not see anything physical but understood that God is the God of the impossible. And you and I have promises in Christ Jesus. Promise that Jesus died for you. Promise that Jesus will forgive you of your sins if you ask. Promise that you can have a new life, be born again in Christ Jesus. The promise that Jesus will give you the power of the Holy Spirit to live this life. The promise of everlasting life and victory over death through faith in Jesus Christ. There's a song that we sing. It's called Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness. And it begins to sing a lyric, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. And look at what Hebrews 13.5 says. It says, keep your life free from the love of many money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. All that we have comes and goes, but God never leaves us nor forsakes us. And all of his promises are yes and amen. You're in the middle. I'm in the middle. COVID has put us in the middle. <coughs> Addiction maybe have put you in the middle. Other things may have put you in the middle, but you don't have to stay in the middle because God's promise is on the way. Even when you don't see it, He's working. Even when you don't feel it, He's working. He never stops. He never stops working. You and I have got to trust God in the process. You and I have got to believe God and it will be credited to you as righteousness. You and I got to trust God when you don't see the physical, you have to trust God. When you see the impossible standing in front of you, you have to trust God. Some people say God could never forgive me, it's impossible. Well, let me tell you that my God is able and what is impossible for man is possible with God and you can be forgiven and all you have to do is ask. You can be saved. Your life can be changed. You can say, man, uh, Pastor Mike, I have messed my life up so much. I have destroyed my life so much. It's impossible for me to get back on track. And I say, praise God. Praise God because you know it's out of your hands. Praise God you're not going to pull a Hagar. Praise God you're not going to pull a Sarai. Instead, you're going to trust God. And when you're stuck in the middle, you're going to turn to God and not try and help him. I'll get cleaned up and then I'll come to God. No, you won't. It'll always be a thorn in your side. You have to trust God that the promise is on the way. 
Don't get stuck in the middle. Watch your mouth. Watch your actions. Demonstrate faith while in the middle. Because along came Isaac, who means laughter. Laughter. And you know what God said to Abram? He said, Abram, you're not Abram anymore. You know what your name is? It's Abraham. And it means father of many nations. Not just one nation, but many nations. And he said, oh, and tell Sarai, her name's not Sarai anymore. You let her know her name is Sarah. And she's the mother of many nations. Yes, she waited 99 years to have that baby. Yes, she waited, but it was worth the wait. Tell her it was worth the wait. Tell her that even though you messed up in the middle, you're forgiven and you're going to move forward. Listen, you and I can mess up in the middle, but we can be forgiven and we can move forward. Don't get stuck in the middle. And if you are stuck in the middle, put your faith, put your hope, and put your trust in God. Let's pray together. Father, we come to you today in the name of Jesus. God, I just pray for each person that's listening today. I pray that you give them the courage to believe. I pray that you impart faith to them right now. God, faith when they can't see anything physical happening. God, I pray that you whisper to them, even when you don't see it, I, God, am working. Even when you don't feel it, I, God, am working. I never stop working in your life. I never stop. I never stop working. I'm always cheering for you. And even if you mess up, I'm going to help you clean up. Even if you mess up, I'm going to watch over you and protect you. Even when you mess up, there's still a promise coming down that dusty road. You just have to trust me. Speak that today, God, to the hearts of people. If you're here today and you thought you had messed your life up, you thought you, you, you thought you have ruined it. Today I want you to know that all you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I receive you. And to everyone who believes him, to everyone who receives him, he gives them the right to be called children of God. Right where you're at right now, just say, Jesus, I believe you. Jesus, I receive you. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Jesus, forgive me of my unbelief. Jesus, give me hope. And even when I don't see it and when I don't feel it, let me trust in you. God, I know I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm being perfected. And I'll trust you with my whole life. Even though I'm stuck in the middle right now, God, I don't want to stay stuck. I want to move forward in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you said that prayer, I want to welcome you to the kingdom of God. And you may not see it, you may not feel it right now, but I want you to know God's working. Why else would you have said that prayer? Why else would you have tuned in today? Why else? You're not here by mistake. You're not listening by mistake. You're listening because you know how to be obedient to God. You know how to do it. Give yourself that benefit. And how are you going to live this life one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time? And you will not be perfect, but you are being perfected. Let God do His work in you. Trust Him. He has your best interests at heart. He knows the beginning from the end. You don't. He knows the middle. 
You don't. Be careful. Be prayerful. And trust in the one who loves you the most. We love you at City on a Hill Church. We're excited about the future. We're looking forward to May 24th and seeing the faces of our congregation again. We're looking forward to seeing you online at 845, at 1015, and 1130 on May 24th as well. We're not giving up. We got two more Sundays that we're going to be here at 915, and then we start opening our services. The middle is over. It's time to move forward. It's time to move forward in Christ's name. Let me bless you. Father, I just pray a blessing over each and every person that's listening today. I pray that you would touch their life, that you would touch their hearts. I pray, God, that wherever their feet touch, that they would know that you have already been there and that you are making path, making the straight path for them. I pray that there'll be people who speak love. I pray that they'll be blessed to be a blessing. I pray if curses have come out of their mouth, that they will, that they will repent of those things and receive forgiveness and move Move forward in Jesus' name. I pray, God, a blessing on each and every person. I pray that they sense your working. And I pray that you increase all of our faith. It's in Christ's name we pray. And all God's people who received that blessing said, amen and amen. Man, we love you guys. I hope you feel our love. I hope you know our love. And we're looking forward to uh, seeing you again right here next week at 915. Be in prayer over the next couple weeks, all right? Love you guys. Now comes the big scary guy walking toward the camera. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs>